to Move Left Idiots, a socialist talk podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Monterullo, joined here by my co-host, Comrade Dracula. Comrade, what's happening? Uh, I have seen the face of evil. <laughs> I was watching cable TV late the other night because uh, there's nothing else up here on Spectrum Cable up here in the Great White North in the motherland, um, where I still am. This is like week two, one and a half, two, something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, saw, I saw an ad for a thing that seems to like it would be illegal. Like it's just like everything that you th- you'd ever think about like a dystopia, you know, and you're like, wow, sure. that would, uh, that's, there's no way we're going to get to that point. Right. Uh, and then you find like, you know, somebody hired a lawyer to figure out like, Hey, th- this is actually totally legal. As long as you get people to sign away the rights to everything, <laughs> um, <laughs> which you can pretty much do for anything in this country. Right. So I, I, I see this ad and I'm like, this is, this has to be a new thing. Right. And I look it up, and no, it's not a new thing. It's an app, or a group of apps, or um, dozens of apps, apparently, now, that have been around for about three years. Uh, And so I see this headline. After I I see this, I'm like, this can't be a thing. This can't be like a a huge thing that's been going on that I'm only just now hearing about. So I see this headline, just to find let you know what this is. Uh, Headline. 11 best weight loss betting apps from 2022. <laughs> I've heard about this, yes. So not only is this like another fucking weight loss scam, it's a way to get people to bet on their own success or lack of success of weight loss. Well, I mean, you can't bet against your success because that would just be like, oh, I'm going to eat more of whatever. Right. <laughs> so you, 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 first of all, you have to upload a bunch of biometric data, which I guarantee they definitely don't sell to a bunch of third party companies. No, it's the primary uh, reason it exists. <laughs> like they don't give a fuck. Like they know you're going to be more incentivized to lose weight if you can make money off of it. But they, but the real fucking, well, they know that getting your data, right? 10% of the people will actually hit their goal. Sure. And right. you know, it's like the, the more realistic, the goal, the lower the payout. It's like, you know, Oh, you, you lost 600 pounds. All right. Well, you got that 10 grand. Like we, we, we've got, we've got money to burn there. So, you know, they know the odds of it are very much in their favor. And, but it's, it's so fucking predatory where it's like, okay, if you're not meeting your goal, because then you have to like send them like up, like repeatedly upload progress videos that then, you know, some jack off in the back of, you know, 7-Eleven is probably sitting there swiping left or right, whether you succeed or not. Um, <laughs> like if you're not meeting your goals and you think you're about to like hit the deadline and lose all your money, you can up your bet for more time. Right. <laughs> it's, it's like this is the most fucking predatory shit. And then it's, it's there's like, well, there's loopholes, you know, it's like, well, you know, I mean, obviously, if you get pregnant, we won't hold that against you. But <laughs> it's just, oh, my God, it's it's like 
it's like oh yeah and then and then half of them only pay don't even pay out cash they pay you out in like gift cards (laughs) (laughs) oh man i lost 500 pounds i got 300 bucks on this tgi friday's gift card guess where i'm going tonight (laughs) yeehaw Jesus Fucking Christ. country, this country, and the names. There's okay. There's healthy wage. Okay, and they say that's the best one. Uh, the next one, sweat coin. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, oh my God. Um, yeah, they well, all have of, pros and yeah. cons. Yeah, diet bet. Uh, stick no spelt with two K's. I don't even know. Uh, play fit. Step bet. Uh, charity miles. I guess you don't even get to keep the money that way. <laughs> yeah, it just gets more and more fucking runtopia. Oh my god, this is yeah the face of evil through and through. Well, speaking of currency scams, we should talk about Elon Musk and and his latest fucking fiasco. Maybe the most hilarious like week that we've ever seen unfold on Twitter, and and you know Twitter's been holding some pretty fucking funny moments you know like when trump got covid and uh, there, there's so many i can't even think of them all right now but they but you know it, it's just uh, in, in a in, in, at a pl- like the thing we really go to twitter for is to laugh at stupid shit you know to kind of momentarily distract us from the you know general this happening all around us um so you know th- but th- this has really been truly special this week because uh elon musk you know, never really wanted to buy Twitter. I mean, I think we we can all know, you know, we can all probably confidently say that he never really wanted to buy Twitter. He just loves attention. He loves fucking stroking his ego. Um, and he's a moron. So he just does things impulsively and doesn't really think them through. So, you know, he made a bunch of, uh, uh, you know, proclamations about wanting to buy Twitter and like made all these fake offers about buying Twitter. Um, and eventually he just got stuck with the bag uh, to the point where he, you know, he had an out and he could have paid a billion dollars to get out of the deal. Like he was trying to get out of the deal for the like first couple of weeks, um, you know, before before he took over Twitter. He, there was like a lot of chatter about him trying to get out of the deal, but he would have had to pay a billion dollar fine um, for for you know basically for stock manipulation it's basically a fine that disincentivizes you from pretending you're going to buy a publicly traded company and then pulling out of it but he could have done it he could have just said fuck it but you know much somebody as somebody pointed out much like tesla it's the sunken cost fallacy like he 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 just thought like fuck well if i'm going to spend a billion dollars i may as well spend spend 44 billion dollars on a company that's allegedly worth 25 billion dollars but doesn't actually produce product um and have any sort of revenue stream uh so yeah you know the dumbest man alive wasted a good chunk of his fucking ill-gotten uh fortune on a company that doesn't make money and now he's in absolute fucking fire sale scramble mode to try to make Twitter profitable um, before he completely fucking he loses though, all of his money. Is well, he really trying to make it profitable? Because, you know, you look at this this shit with the FTC boys who are uh, quitting the company, you know, the, the lawyers that make sure that everything they're doing is so, in compliance right. with the Federal Trade Commission, and their staffs have just been gutted. And but, but, but you know what? A lot of those people have just left because he's a fucking child and has no concept of how to run it's i i like yes he he fired a bunch of people but they he also fired people in like the way that trump would just be like oh let's just fire ha-. you know, like 
like there was no thought given to it. It wasn't like I no, want to no, fire. No. Right. They, they, so he fired all these people, and then like the heads of the you know legal department are are resigning in protest. Right. Right. And they they you know what people are saying is like that he's not going to replace him with anybody because he thinks that he can just take on the FTC. You know, like, well, I put rockets in space. That you know, well, right? He's the a fucking mission won't be anything for me. Complete egomania. That's what I mean. I don't think he's intentionally. Try- I think he genuinely just has no fucking concept of of what he's doing whatsoever. Like, yeah. So you mentioned the, uh, yeah. So uh, Twitter's CISO, the chief privacy office, and uh, chief uh, compliance officer all resigned <laughs> yesterday. Yeah, just last night. Um. And there was a message in the Twitter internal Slack because that, of course, they're leaking like crazy to the media because they're like, what the fuck is this maniac doing? Um, all of this is, ex- is extremely dangerous for our users, the message says. Given that the FTC can and will find Twitter billions of dollars pursuant to the FTC consent order, uh, it is extremely detrimental to Twitter's longevity as a platform. Our users deserve so much better than this. So he's he's completely opened up the uh, Twitter to massive legal liability he has no concept whatsoever of um of any of the sort of compliance uh requirements and laws and agreements that twitter entered into um it it, it, (laughs) this is so apparently uh an employee says it will be up to engineers to self-certify compliance with ftc requirements and other laws which as we know is 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 actually a, a secret hidden specialty of engineers is compliance with ftc uh regulations they're they're very much you know big, big with the numbers crunching yeah you know just just ask all your engineers like hey do you have the capacity to take on this uh, uh you know 18 other jobs that we the people we fired used to have oh you don't okay well we'll just you know whatever we'll pay the fine later who what's the worst that could happen yeah i mean and and he's just a fucking absolute clown of all clowns and and, and i'm very happy this happened even though it's probably going to kill you know an app that i use every day i, I can't say that i enjoy using I, I don't think i would ever go that far i think i i think we're, we're all kind of addicted to it it's our fucking nicotine patch or whatever like that we just you know we use twitter because we we a we need fucking some news of the world and we know that there are at least people on there who aren't full of complete shit unlike on television or you know anywhere else but um, well, it's it's still mostly it's functions the way it's fire. designed to. You know, right. you you go on Facebook and look for a post in your Ugh. timeline by somebody you actually know. It, it, like I would challenge you to find that on there. Like it's just it's a wasteland right. of. I never go there anymore for that reason. You yeah. know, it's like here's the thing: somebody posted in a group that you haven't <clears throat> looked at in ten years that has gotten zero likes. It's like really because I post shit from a, a Facebook page that used to get thousands of engagements a day that now gets like three because we posted a bunch of pro commie stuff uh, and didn't toe the line on Ukraine enough, apparently. And it's just, it's just like, you know, the content people would like to engage with, they never see anymore. It's like they, they deliberately want to sabotage their own site. And, you know, up to now, it seems like Twitter has had a good thing going for the most part. But right. now they want to have this blue check bullshit where this is, this is the funniest part of the, the immediate blowback. hundred oh, percent. Of this new non-verified blue check system where you could you don't have to, you know, verify anything. You could be anyone or anything with eight bucks a month and you get the blue check. Right. So <laughs> Which, it, 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 it's it became a situation where just, you know, immediately all of all everyone that was on actually on Twitter, we were all immediately like, this is going to be a fucking nightmare. There's no way. 
that this is going to work out the way he thinks it's going to work out immediately there's going to be a t- like and there's a reason you know the advertisers immediately started fleeing uh twitter when this happened and he was blaming it on like activists like you know forcing advertisers to drop like he's such a fucking little bitch like it, it's it's unbelievable that he could actually think that anything that people said to these advertisers forced them to flee and not the fact that he made it completely impossible to s- distinguish uh, actual verified public figures and companies and you know public accounts and government accounts from um <clears throat> from from fucking jackholes you know who want to spend eight dollars to just you know shoot off a funny tweet and immediately people were doing shit like uh one of my favorite ones uh someone someone took so oj simpson is on twitter like the real oj simpson is on twitter and his handle has always been the real oj 32 uh twitter would never actually verify him because funnily funnily enough like for whatever reason that was like the moral stand they took and and like you know fuck oj but also if it's actually just a blue check verifying that you are who you are, like he's appeared on video for that account multiple times, like it's clearly him. So whatever, you know, that's fine though. If they don't want to verify him, that was their, that was their personal line in the sand. That's fine. Um, but so someone <laughs> took at the real OJ 32, but with an, uh, a zero instead of an O in, in the handle. So it's an OJ Simpson verified account with the same, to the to the naked eye, the same account, and he would he was just tweeting out <laughs> fucking insane shit. Like, uh, yeah, I'm not gonna lie, I did that shit. Uh, no more white women, stuff like that. <laughs> it was the best one. I was like, all right, oh my god, it's getting real. But it's but it, you know the, the the first people that started to do this were people that were already verified blue checks. They were just like, you know, oh, doing Elon- celebrities who were pissed right. they were going to have to pay money. So they started changing their avatars or their, you know, their handles to Elon Musk. Right. And there was there was a whole thread here. Uh, Elon Musk, a past free real blue check. And of course, it's a picture of, you know, 18 year old Elon with, you know, rapid, violent. Uh, male pattern baldness. <laughs> right. <laughs> There's no other way to describe, you know, the, right, the kind of baldness that you have as a teenager other than violent baldness yep so yeah there was a great thread here uh elon musk real <laughs> my <laughs> wife left me <laughs> concept a train but i don't have to see poor people <laughs> sometimes people ask me how i managed to run three companies and raise my children now my answer is always the same what children <laughs> I can't believe the way some of you are speaking to me, Elon Musk, the inventor of Twitter. (laughs) Sometimes I get sad and feel like I should quit tech and go back to being a simple self-made emerald miner. (laughs) So the funniest thing about this is like, uh, he, of course, is a free speed absolutist. You know, he claims up and down until... You know, people start making fun of him, which is ultimately what he's always wanted to control anything, you know, to prevent. Like, that's that's his biggest thing is he's, you know, he's an insecure fucking sociopath. So he has this inferiority complex. And anytime people make fun of him, that's like the worst thing you could fucking do in the world. So, like, he, you know, always claims to be a free speed absolutist. But, like, of course, people start doing this clearly in parody, you know, if, if you took two seconds to look at the handles for these account accounts, you'd realize it's parody. Um, 
but he immediately started to suspend these people's accounts like bi- people because right, it was millions him. of right <laughs> free speech is not when you make fun of me right so uh, i had a, i had a couple more here from the same account um this one's great my penis is not weird <laughs> siri how many kids do i have <laughs> concept uh, a tunnel <laughs> Just just came up with it. Right. It's crazy. Hey, remember when I was like, quote, I'm going to save those kids from that underwater cave, end quote. And then I did. I went in there myself and I saved them. That is how I remembered that happening. <laughs> and the last one I have here from this account. People are always asking me why I hate the woke mob. And I'll tell you why. They stole my wife. <laughs> So people started to like, you know, notice that like all of these uh, accounts impersonating Elon were being taken down, probably personally by Elon, because who else is that crazy to fucking? Oh no, there? he's absolutely got a f- some fucking poor software developer or engineer on the phone, like take this guy's account down right now, like screaming into his fucking phone, yeah. like about yeah. specific accounts he's clicking around to. Well, somebody kind of did some way back um, looking into, and, and uh, it turns out one of the first ones. <laughs> Um, that really sparked a lot of anger was an account that was active back in 2018, <clears throat> Italian Elon Musk. <laughs> yeah. And it's it, people are wondering seriously now if this account bothered him so much that this was the account that got him started on his mission to buy Twitter for $44 <laughs> billion. Because you know how insecure people like this are, how one little fucking thing drives him crazy. You know, uh, William Randolph Hearst just had to buy that fucking newspaper. Yep. You know, <laughs> so well, this it's is the thing. If, if you're such a fucking psychopath that you can amass hundreds of billions of dollars in money, you clearly, you know, have no fucking regard for other human beings uh, in the world. So like you, you the, you're not Italians. <laughs> right. No. So, I mean, I yeah, again, I don't put it, any sort of psychotic, petty, like like needling little thing could absolutely cause you to just explode and do the stupidest thing imaginable, like spend $44 billion on a company that doesn't produce anything like that. That's And, and, and what little value it had then run it into the ground. Yeah. Right, right. And, and run it and, and run its fake value into the ground because it's only value comes from the fact that it's publicly traded and people have assigned this fucking the whole fucking stock. I mean, look, then this is a whole bigger thing. But of course, the, the entire fucking system of economics that we use in this country is a complete fucking scam. We add complete fictional value to things simply because that's what people are willing to say that that thing is worth. And it goes up or down based on whatever fucking it, it's the stupidest fucking thing in the world. Like you can't saw the documentary. Uh, who the fuck is Jackson Pollock? Did you see no, that? No, no, I've never seen that. What's it about? Uh, this old lady finds a Jackson Pollock in her attic and all these snobby <laughs> art critics are like, it couldn't possibly be a real Jackson Pollock. <laughs> right. Uh, if, it, if it was, it would be worth $25 million and would never have ended up in her attic, you know? And so she had like some forensic al- analysis, uh, like prove that it was and that it like literally like they, you know, scanned it 3D fucking printed the fucking they found little you know pieces of the uh, of the brush that only he used that were embedded in the paint because wow. you know the thing so they did forensic analysis found it was and all these snobby art critics were like well we don't think it's a real Jackson Pollock but because it generated so much brew haha we'll still buy it from you for 16 million and the old lady was like no you're not fuck you <laughs> 20, 25 million or you fuck off so clearly they knew it was but they right. wanted to like save save face and pretend that they knew better than 
this old lady and the forensic uh, analysis that she hired. Uh, but still, it's like, like so it's so it's worth, you know, millions more if it is a Jackson Pollock, but worth far less than if it isn't. But if it generates enough hype that it's somewhere in the middle, like it's completely speculative, completely speculative. <laughs> so, yeah, I, just, I had a couple tweets just from uh, Italian Elon Musk, the uh, the OG <laughs> Elon impersonator that <laughs> set ablaze the entire website. So this is 2018 Elon Musk, Italian Elon Musk. I send a calzone into space. I don't pay you the taxes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> It's so fucking stupid, but you know it made him so mad. He was so mad oh, about it. So mad. So this next one uh, is Italian Elon Musk quote tweeting somebody, also a blue check uh, video, uh, and alongside this video is is this caption from this woman uh, at, at, tweeting this at Tesla. This is what happened to my husband in his car today. No collision, out of the blue, in traffic on Santa Monica Boulevard, and the whole car is like ablaze. You know, like the the. The Teslas that just burst into flames for no right. reason whatsoever. So Italian uh, Elon Musk replies to this tweet, says, that's a spicy meatball. <laughs> no <laughs> refundo. <laughs> and I got one last one from Italian Elon Musk. I tell her you my, my let me start again. I tell her you my idea for computer pizza. You give me the VC funding. Oh, <laughs> VC being the venture capital, venture capital funding. Yeah. Like, you know, I give you this idea for thing I invent. You pay for all of it. <laughs> oh God, yeah. So I mean, he's just he's just it, again. But I I love this because I I have to you know even like I I mentioned you know, I was on that sort of like leadership training thing that I had to go to for work you know a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. and even in that like the instructor's like oh yeah you know Elon Musk he's he's re- he's really a personal hero of mine and I, I just his business acumen and I'm just sitting there like gritting my teeth like I'm, I I just I, I'm not gonna fucking blow up and say something in this class but like this is the guy uh, whatever you know it, it was just, it was just one of those moments where I'm like people still think that this guy isn't a fucking complete little man baby you know moron like i don't understand how you could it's a great litmus test though when people out themselves sure no elon stand right you're just like well i'm never gonna want to get to know this fucker (laughs) right or just like you know i can't i can't really think trust you know anything that this person or whatever you know like it's just it's 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 really amazing that people still think that he's this fucking genius inventor because of this you know very fucking shallow surface level image he's created of himself um, you know, in the early days of sort of Twitter and Facebook that people think that he's like this fucking genius and like they think he's fucking Tony Stark. Like that's what they think he is. Like it's it's insane to me. So I really think that this is exposing a lot of those people to what a fucking moron he really is. And the fact that there is no such thing as meritocracy. This is the biggest fucking ever example of the meritocracy argument in this country is complete bullshit because look at this fucking moron and look at him set 44 billion dollars on fire in front of your face like that's to me the greatest fucking advertisement we've ever had for communism in this country because it is such a fucking indictment on this whole idea of oh it's hilarious and then you and then you you know you you see the reaction from literally everyone on twitter i mean there's nobody who's on twitter who uses twitter who thinks that this is a great thing that elon's <laughs> no, doing no god no you know i mean when you lose kathy griffin good god <laughs> fucking lord help you right <laughs> but it but it's 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 amazing too because it's it's like okay so 
Uh, so China was the asshole all along for banning Twitter. Really? <laughs> really? <laughs> like you finally see what China has always seen about Twitter and people like Elon Musk. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, and <laughs> so this is just, again, he, he doesn't, none of this is planned. He doesn't have a plan. He's he's like the Joker, except not nearly as charismatic or interesting. Like in in the Dark Knight, he just he just fucking does something and expects things to you know sort of fall into place. But in the real world, that doesn't really happen. Like you can't your plans don't just come together because of miraculous screenwriting. Like things just fucking explode when you try to do things that way in real life. So he's throwing everything he can at the wall. At, you know, the other day they rolled out a feature because people were complaining about the fact that you can't verify blue check accounts. So they rolled out basically the equivalent of a second blue check, which was like a little official thing that it said official underneath your handle with a little check mark next to it. And people were complaining about that. So it went away in like half a day. And he's like, yeah, never mind. We tried it. Didn't work. Um, <laughs> they, they don't even test these things anymore no he's just throwing this at these poor fucking i feel so bad for the again they work for you know a horrible company but still i'm sure a lot of these people are just you know engineers out of college who are just like oh great a big company hired me and they want to pay me money to build these build these new processes and he's just throwing shit at them and like hey make it work tomorrow like he took control of the company like a week ago and he already rolled out this fucking feature where you could just buy a blue check account for eight dollars no questions asked nothing fucking you know no no verification needed you know people are just buying blue check accounts and making their handle you know president joe biden and you know eli Lilly and, and like companies and fucking you know it's celebrity it's just uh, fucking there were a bunch of in, in in sports there were a bunch of like major uh impersonation scares already like we're of like people saying like Somebody impersonated like Adam Schefter, who's like this very uh, prominent football reporter and being like, oh, this so and so star quarterback has been released or traded like like very credible looking to your eye uh, posts. And it, 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 it cre it's creating like a huge issue immediately, which we all could have foreseen coming. But oh, yeah. Yeah. And well, did, did you see that Chiquita Banana uh, comedy bit? <laughs> no, no. Yo, so somebody made multiple uh, fake, quote unquote, fake Chiquita Banana uh, accounts. Right. And one said, um, we have uh, we have re we have uh, reinvaded the country of Brazil. <laughs> and then another Chiquita Banana account said, this is clearly a fake account. We would never do something like that and haven't done anything like that since 1945. <laughs> <laughs> Just. Like See, ultimate this is, this, ultimate troll level <laughs> th this website's going down in flames and we're gonna have fucking fun with it for the last two weeks that it exists like you know this... it's just it's like here's the thing you have to understand about elon musk it's is that he's playing one-dimensional chess oh yeah right and you just like we're just not on his level <laughs> I, did, I told my mom so, that joke and she was like i don't get it that's that would just be regular chess i'm like no mom <laughs> That would just be a single point. No, no, we don't live in one dimension. Mom. That was that would be all the chess pieces on one piece that couldn't move anywhere. Right. She's like, oh, so regular <laughs> chess would be two dimensional. I'm like, yeah, mom. Yeah. <laughs> um, we I saw somebody say something a, a funny uh, uh, Watchmen line. Like Elon, th Elon doesn't realize that we're not trapped in here with him. He's trapped in here with us. I just love that. Yeah. Um, but but basically he's. You know, he's doing uh, constantly, he's like just calling impromptu sort of conference calls and stuff with the remaining staff who hasn't fled the ship, you know, uh, the sinking ship 
uh and and like apparently call the meeting with like an hour's notice today and you showed up 20 minutes late. like just just complete fucking dickhead sociopath i don't have to answer to anybody's sort of behavior um but like in one of his meetings this week uh this is this, this is from yesterday actually uh this is a real-time reporting because these things are not secure at all and people are just popping in reporters are popping in and fucking giving beat by beat you know a, accounting of what he's saying um Musk right now casually walking through his grand payments vision for Twitter. Users could link their online bank account to Twitter, he says. Then the company will offer, quote, extremely compelling money market account to get extremely high yield on your balance, add debit cards, etc. He's trying to sell fucking junk bonds on Twitter. Like he's literally fucking trying to do a fucking Wall Street fucking scam. And, and do you think even if you made gains on that, that he couldn't just reverse the transaction when, you know, things got tough for him financially? And he's like, oh, actually, uh, well, you didn't sign up for the uh, preferred premium plus package. So uh, all of those gains you made, if you didn't withdraw that within 48 hours, we have the right to reverse those transactions and put it into our general fund. You know, like, just, like some I, fucking insane thing that people, you know, you, find a way to that they didn't read the fine right. print. If you are that big of a fucking mark for Elon Musk that you give him your financial fucking information, you deserve everything that he takes from you. Because what yeah, the we, fuck? A, a company that might be facing uh, tens of billions of dollars in FTC fines uh, wants you to set up a fucking, a fucking, a, a fucking Apple bank account <laughs> account with them. <laughs> We, we promise we won't use this to pay off our billions of dollars in fines just to keep us solvent and, you know, try to fucking float that money back into your account by taking it out of somebody. We're, we're totally not going to do a Ponzi scheme. I promise we won't. Like, I swear. Pinky swear. Um, it, it's just so fucking funny. It, it's just he has no. There, I saw another report that basically said he wanted to monetize all of Twitter, basically make it so that if you don't pay to subscribe to Twitter, your anything you post gets completely buried and, you know. So all these fucking people, and you know, I hate when people do this that we know. Like you're just like I'm shadow banned, blah blah blah. No one can. Can you see this post? Yes, I can fucking see the post. Like I can see every time you post that stupid fucking tweet, I can see that you're posting that you're shadow banned. So clearly you're fucking just off your meds this week. But um, it, but but he actually is gonna do that to people to to like not let them fucking you know ha- have their posts be seen anymore. Uh, if you don't pay him money and he, I think there is an estimation that he needs at least 50% of the user base to be subscribers to keep the company solvent, which, uh, you know, good luck with that for a company that it's, was built it's like less than 1% now. Yeah. It, it's, I'm sure it's like nothing. And half of that's fucking people who just signed up for the, for the bit. Basically like $8 is a small price to pay for a really funny fucking tweet. Like for one, a one time, really funny tweet that has like a hundred thousand, you know, uh, like it's totally. basically the equivalent of like a prop comic buying a fucking rubber chicken. Like it's it's a it's so I guarantee it. it's a it's a bunch of like like actual stand up comics that are trying out material. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah. <laughs> this is this is I mean you, when you go go up and you do the open mics to find out what works or not, and then you actually go do like your real show. You know, once you've tested it, and this right? Is, this is the perfect opportunity. The, the, only, for that. the only downside of that is you have to give any sort of payment info whatsoever to Twitter, which I would never fucking do in a million years with this fucking oh yeah yeah clown show would, running the company. I would like cancel the card as soon as I <laughs> right. Buy buy an Apple or uh, a Visa like vanilla gift card, one of those fucking reloadable gift cards. Just fucking load eight bucks onto it and just do it that way. <laughs> 
Like, can I pay it. with my Metro card? Is that a thing? Can I, <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. This is this is like a half a subway ride if I if I don't buy fucking Twitter this week. Um. Yeah. So it's just so funny. It's so fucking funny. And you know we're we're we're, we're all going down with this ship. It's it's we we can all see see the fucking you know see the 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 clouds are starting to thin and the ground's starting to come up at us quick. But uh, you know it's it's <laughs> we're not, I mean it's, we, it's we, we've funny. been here this long. Yeah, I mean it, it's all funny and like we don't have, really have anything to lose, but like just look at look at like the you know the, the broader implication of of the unfairness of what he's allowed to do. Oh, of course, yeah. You know, I, I mean, so this, this I just reloaded my homepage on Twitter. First tweet here uh, from this person: um, Elon Musk can get loaned billions of dollars, step on every available rake in the space of two <laughs> weeks, and then declare bankruptcy. But you are stuck with those student loan debts until they're done or you're dead. <laughs> yep. That's about the long and short of it. And they, the federal judge just ruled today that Biden's uh, – uh, even the paltry amount that he was going to forgive on student loans is, is, is unconstitutional. So not even – you can't even get that 10000 off that you were maybe going to get if you met the fucking Democrat mean test that they put in place for that thing. So – you know, just just complete fucking hellhole country at all times. Yeah. Never any fucking, you know, net benefit whatsoever to anybody can be had. All your tax money just gets funneled <laughs> to fucking Nazis in the Ukraine. So I just saw a, uh, a totally real verified APAC account uh, <laughs> oh God. tweeted out, "We hard apartheid." <laughs> oh, they're gonna be so bad about that. They're gonna be so fucking mad. I mean, they. They do. They do. I mean, right. What are, what are you mad about? I'm right. Like, we're right. You know. Good God. Uh, oh, man. APAC underscore USA. I totally would think that that's a real account, too. I mean, that seems like a real handle. <laughs> oh, you just saw it? Yeah, yeah. It just popped into my feed. because yeah, yeah, I just retweeted it. Yeah. And that's the other thing is, like, they're because they, they have no fucking staff anymore. So they have nobody to really address these things. It takes hours and hours for these things to get pulled down. Like, these things are up for t- today. Somebody bought the handle Eli Lilly and Co on twitter that's like the, the the actual at and it's eli lillian company and it's got a blue check and they tweeted out we were excited to announce insulin is free now <laughs> it got you know ten thousand likes and thousands of retweets and and they had to be like no 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 it's totally yeah. not real well it's like a total yes men prank where they you know you remember the yes men yeah what the movie well the the, the guys the activists yeah they no totally- no I, um so the, there was this activist duo and they would uh impersonate in real life they would imp- impersonate uh executives from giant companies and after um I, I don't remember who it was exxon Mobil or whatever they they bought the company that poisoned the entire city of bhopal india wow uh, and like killed ten thousand people and they said that they were going to pay something like three billion dollars in reparations for the victims of those of that and it tanked their stock by like 40 billion dollars in a day because they said they were going to pay out this, this you know, and they, they somehow like booked a gig on uh, BBC Financial. So they were like live on the air saying this, wow. you know, around the world. And, it, you know, and they almost got in a shitload of trouble, except it was like they, they didn't have any like plans for fraud other than just pretending to be someone they weren't. And, you know, it wasn't like they were pretending to be a cop or anything. Right. So I mean, it was just like it proved how, you know, one, the, the market's fake. Uh, and yep. two 
you know, how selfish all these people really are that a company, you know, paying, um, you know, paying out reparations to their victims of a chemical disaster was, was, you know, looked bad for business for everyone else who was doing business with them. Right. Right. Which tells you what fucking complete bloodsuckers, you know, participate in this fucking system. But, um, before we, before we move on from the, from the Twitter stuff, there was this clip that you sent me, uh, that I guess pertains to social media. It wasn't like a recent one, but it's sort of yeah. It's it's been circulating recently, uh, last few days here. Just just to kind of give you an idea of how you know, even when they want to not ground their companies into the the you know the the, the rocky beaches at full tide um, under heavy seas, like they you know the ones that are smart and want to keep the company going are still probably way more dangerous than Elon Musk is, and this guy kind of you know, says the, the quiet part out loud in this clip. Yeah. I think this is actually Bo Burnham, uh, who's like a stand up. Um, but he, yeah. So oh, is it? Oh yeah. You know, a few years ago, I didn't recognize him without the facial hair here. Yeah. 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 So let me, uh, make sure content creators are wrestling with these difficult questions. Oh, sorry. Volume dropped out there. Content creators are wrestling with these difficult questions, um, of the sort of weird meta, like hellscape that it is to be online. It's weird. It's weird and it's complicated and the kids know it and they sense it. They're coming for every second of your life. That, that's what these companies are coming to. This company as well. And it's not because anyone is bad. It's not because anyone in this company has evil plans or is trying to do this. They're not even doing it consciously. It's because these companies like Twitter and uh, YouTube and Instagram, and everything they went public and they went to shareholders. So they have to grow. Their entire models are based off of growth. They cannot stay stagnant. YouTube, uh, Twitter grossed four, five billion dollars last year. It is in the red. It is unprofitable. It has to get more of you. No matter how nice it's trying to be, it is all that they are trying to get more engagement from you. We. The, we used to colonize land. That was the thing you could expand into. And that's where money was to be made. We colonized the entire earth. There was no other place for the businesses and capitalism to expand into. And then they realize human attention that we can now, they are now trying to colonize every minute of your life. That is what these people are trying to do. Every single free moment you have is a moment you could be looking at your phone and they could be gathering information to target ads at you. That, that's what's happening. So like as much as we can, you know, as have really good conversations and try to humanize uh, the conversations, the like mechanism of the business is, is, rolling towards that just because of the market so like it's coming it's coming for every free second you have um and that's dark that's really really dark and scary and for someone like me i i grew up a little bit on the internet um and i i felt the repercussions of it i suffer from anxiety um so i know where it leads and i'm saying like you don't want this trust me like you're not going to feel good about yourself and you know it. The kids know it. Like, the whole joke on the internet is everyone's like, this place sucks, right? I mean, like, that's, like, kind of the thing. They're, that's why their memes are all ironic and detached and self-referential and 12 layers deep because truth <laughs> is completely dead to them and they know it. They look at the president. They look at the culture. They go, what the hell is this? They look at, like, Coca-Cola commercials that are winking at them and smiling and they go, like, forget it, you know? So, like, ugh, I have no idea. <laughs> Kind of cuts off there. Yeah. Um, so I, I like that you mentioned, you know, the expansion of capital and colonialism, because that's really that is the the crisis of capitalism is like, well, we 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 filled up all the land with people and agriculture, uh, and, and we're cutting down the grain forest as soon as we can, you know, get roads in to haul the logs away. Um, 
you know, if, if there's any place that's that's beautiful to look at that isn't completely being decimated, it's because there's too many poisonous insects and fucking spiders and scorpions and snakes. And that's the only reason why yeah. it's not teeming with people yet. <laughs> I mean, it basically was just the, uh, the, the fucking Alexander the Great quote about, you know, when he saw like, the, you know, what he'd done, he wept because there were no more worlds to conquer or whatever. Like, that's right. basically what this is in a nutshell. Well, the big middle uh, piece of that he doesn't mention is real estate. You know, once you've taken up all the land, it's like, well, where do you expand capital more? It's like, well, let's, you let's sell build... it twice. You sell it a second time. Fucking... Right. Well, you, you build giant towers and right. then you sell those. And even if they sit empty, you're still making money. Right. So you don't you don't care if they're occupied or not. Um, even better if they sit unoccupied because then you can, you know, once, once there is a new bust in the cycle, you'll have all that stuff already built sitting yep. there ready for you. Um, so yeah, that's 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 really where the speculative monopoly comes in. Is like we've got to we've got to inflate, artificially inflate the value of all the real estate because there's not that much more land, or at least not more land we can easily access. Because you know, I mean, we can build maybe I don't know a six ring of freeways around Houston, but like it's like then you, you know, like seriously, at that point, you're not living in a city anymore. I remember one person told me one time that they were they were uh, you know proud of L.A. because it had three different downtowns. And I was, I was like, that's not a city anymore. <laughs> <laughs> right. That, that's, that's not even, I mean, they, 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 they've got, they've gotten real fucking, yeah. They've gotten real ballsy with like the man spreading of still being like, this is, this is a city. Oh, oh, which part of the city of LA are you in? Oh, I'm in Los Feliz. It's 65 minutes away from fucking, you know, Boyle Heights or whatever the fucking other, you like, they, they have like 50 different fucking. Boyle Names. Heights sounds like every neighborhood in uh, in L.A., honestly. <laughs> um, but you know what I mean? Like, they, they're just they're preposterous with the fact that they still act like it's one city when it's really like a state, basically. You know what, you know what really sucks now? And I can feel comfortable saying this mm-hmm. or referencing this because we're getting close to the holidays, even though it was uh, 72 degrees today here at the 47th parallel. Yep. Um, yeah, like 46 parallel. Uh, when you go to L.A. Mm-hmm. and you, you look around for Nakatomi Plaza, you can't see it because it's surrounded by so many other skyscrapers oh that that sucks it's not even it's not fucking special anymore it's like it's in the middle of like the second downtown of la now <laughs> yeah it's disappointing oh, you're like, it's like where is that building it's like oh it's in there in that huge cluster of other buildings that look just like it uh but don't have the uh cinematic relevance. did they just shoot the exteriors there or they actually shoot the interiors there too or so oh else? no they shot the interiors there because remember when we reviewed that one of the big things they had uh, problems with was doing the helicopter stuff because oh yeah yeah, yeah. that's right they had to shoot all the helicopter footage in just two hours because the neighbors were furious and were trying to get the city to shut down the entire production because they were shooting you know all these explosions on location <laughs> right I, I mean they shot some models of it you know but they were shooting these these huge pyrotechnics and the helicopters themselves were loud as fuck you know you, i mean you've been close to a helicopter when it's flying you know doing the traffic report that's already sure. loud enough imagine it's imagine the traffic report helicopter is not at five thousand feet but is hovering around like 800 feet how loud that would be and then you know the explosion when they you know they drop the c4 down the elevator and it blows out you know like the the, the uh it's like the, the third and fourth floor that was all on location so it right. was it doesn't really look like there's an it's like a neighborhood around it because they didn't want to show a neighborhood around it um because they probably have to pay those people but yeah, they were getting constant complaints. So the, instead of like a two day long helicopter shoot, they got two hours to shoot all of the helicopter footage in the whole movie. Wow. I, I vaguely remember even reading a story about how Bruce Willis ended up doing like a bunch of his own stunts just because they were so pressed for time on like the roof shit. Like I, like I forget exactly what the extent of it was, but 
Yeah. 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 It's fucking crazy. He didn't really jump off the building. That's for sure. But. No, no, that part he did. I'm sure he didn't wrap his arm in a fucking hose and jump off the building. But uh, some of the, some of the stuff uh, certainly, and he had like partial hearing loss from some explosion during that scene. That like, <laughs> you know, just <laughs> that's, just that's great. There was. I know you didn't watch the Hawkeye uh, Marvel. Series. No, not yet. There, no. There's a really funny, like, really quick out of nowhere <laughs> montage of uh like there's because in in the in the show hawkeye's like losing his hearing and he has to have a hearing aid and somebody asks him well she's like well how, how why are you losing your hearing and there's like a rapid like you know uh eight different scenes in the course of five seconds like that fast of a rapid cut of like all the times he's like jumped <laughs> away from an explosion Been near explosions in those movies and and they you know they don't really do like a lot of rapid editing in uh you know the marvel stuff especially when it's like a like the middle of a conversation in a cafe but right. it was just like just like the perfect pacing and timing of like like oh yeah yeah okay yep 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 okay. I'm, I'm amazed he's alive at all at this point because <laughs> he's a just bit. a regular he's just a regular guy like how can he hear it all now yeah no absolutely um oh god all right <laughs> elon musk just tweeted again because he's just you know making policy decrees to all of his employees on twitter Going forward, accounts engaged in parody must include parody in their name, not just in the bio, which a bunch of people did yesterday, and he still fucking suspended them because they were uh, impersonating him. You know, he doesn't give a fuck, but it's it's just fucking hilarious. Um, just yeah. So, well, you know, let's let's move on to the election uh, before we get out of here because we want to talk about some of the sort of goings on uh, uh, in the in the midterms this year. Uh, you know, I, I do have to admit, I've been about as checked out as I've ever been on electoral politics. I mean, it's just, you know, I, you can only you can only fall for the same shit so many times before it gets to be complete repetitive garbage. But um, well, there were easy. interesting. Yeah. What? Yeah. Well, I'm just I was just gonna say it's, it, it's you know, it's easy to pop back into it and kind of just catch up to everything, especially for a midterm election. Uh, it, within the last like 24 hours before it happens, you know, like just put, yeah. you, you put on MSNBC for an hour and you're like, you know, oh, okay. So that's where we are. And then the second hour you're like, oh my God, shut up. <laughs> so, right. Um, so yeah, I mean, there were some important, uh, you know, important quote unquote races, but interesting results, uh, from the election. One, obviously one of the bigger races that people were watching were the, uh, the, uh, uh, Pennsylvania Senator uh, race where uh, Dr. Oz was running against John Fetterman and uh, Fetterman won as, as you know, sort of the polls were indicating you would um, fairly comfortably. So that, you know, that was, that was great to see because he's, he's one of the guys like as much as I'm checked out of politics and don't really give a fuck anymore and don't believe any of anyone who runs as a fucking Democrat He's still an enjoyable figure just because he's such a visually goofy looking person, but also has like seemingly some of the better policies or politics of any, you know, Democrats actually running. You if just, you were if you like went up to a 15 year old kid on the street and you were like, draw a picture of a union laborer. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's sorry, I saw somebody tweet like that. John Fetterman looks like if a union was a person, like that's what he looks like. He's exactly. Just this exactly. big fucking oaf of a man, like six foot seven, you know, oh, constantly wearing a Carhartt sweatshirt and basketball shorts, even in the dead of winter in, in fucking Pennsylvania, uh, bald with like the little, not even a goatee, like the the bottom half goatee, like the real fucking, the biker fucking goatee. Right. Uh, tattoos up as like just complete like the greatest thing about him is that he'll have to be kind of welcomed in amongst the sort of club 
um, uh, you know, in the Democratic Party. And you could tell their fucking skin crawls when they have to be around him because he's just so uncouth looking and not at all like like somebody that they would uh associate with and it's just he's exactly the guy that like you know east coast elitists would mock if they could but are terrified he could fucking punch a hole through their head (laughs) you know like they're 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 like oh i'll get i'll you know i'll smart my way around the bullies in high school then it's like oh shit how did he get in the club fuck right and and he, you know, had this brilliant campaign strategy, which more Democrats should use, you know, if they wanted to win, you know, irregardless of their policies, he just immediately started clowning on Dr. Oz from the jump. Like he didn't try to do this whole like, well, I respect my opponent and he's, you know, he's a, he's a great guy. We just have a difference of opinion on these, on these subjects, but he's a, he's a, he's a good man. And I, I, I'm not going to stand for any slander. He's like, no, he's a fucking clown. Like he doesn't even live in Pennsylvania. He lives in New Jersey. Like what? Like he would just spent the whole campaign. Like his, his, his <laughs> team, the, like making memes about love the new England uh, tribalism of that kind of stuff. Like, Oh, he's from fucking, <laughs> he's, yeah, he's from fucking Jersey. Yeah. He's from Jersey, but at least he well, ain't so from fucking Staten Island. <laughs> right now. Technically they're not yeah, the Northeast, but they're not, neither is technically new England, but it's, it's the very same, same mentality. And it's the same. It's sort all, of like, uh, if you're yeah. in New York, like the, the new Englanders, treat people from new york the same way who moved to new england where it's like you're not a real fucking new englander you fucking came here from yeah i mean if somebody calls iowa the midwest everyone who borders the great lakes uh is is like what fucking nebraska and iowa and kansas is not the midwest motherfuckers people love their weird fucking little thing you know little things like that but uh, and Pennsylvania is such a weird fucking state that's it's it's one of the weirdest states in the country If, if if you've ever been through there it's such a I don't know. It's just such an enigma to me. Um, it's way too fucking big, and the, and everyone from there is just really fucking weird, uh, in my experience. But it's very, very white. It's, very white. It's a it's very, very white state. You know, it's probably the most southern state of all the northern states. It's, um, it's, it's very, I'm right. including Ohio and Indiana too. Right, which so. is really yeah really an accomplishment for sure when you include those two but um yeah no it, it, it's a weird fucking state but uh he's he's great like he's you know again i'm sure there's stuff where he'd be like ah that's kind of fucking lame because he is uh, like palestine is okay yeah that's what yeah like i again yeah, i haven't engaged yeah. with most much of his shit what was what, what was he like super pro-israel or he's just like ah, i'm not gonna oh you know he just totes the party line i mean yeah, just, yeah. I, i'm gonna lean into supporting the you know the yeah. the strong alliance between uh you know the middle east only democracy in america and it's like you could tell he didn't write any of it he's just like, <laughs> he's just like, like i don't <laughs> fucking know who, who gave what, us what, what, what do i gotta say all right yeah, yeah great thanks yeah um yeah so that's unfortunate but i mean again he's just you know he, he, i i appreciate the fact that people like him are actually getting elected because you could just tell it's somebody that like nancy pelosi's skin will crawl the second she has to fucking stand next to him at a podium and like you know give a speech about whatever the fuck bullshit that they're doing um so that was funny um so other interesting races uh uh ralph warnock and herschel walker i guess are going to a runoff which i don't fucking understand apparently in georgia if you don't get 50 percent of the vote you go to a runoff even if one guy gets more votes than the other guy in the fucking general election like it's beyond stupid it's weird because most runoffs are like well you know the winner has to get at least 40 percent to not hit a runoff it's like if you only have primary or something like what the fuck like yeah it's it's really bizarre but it's also everyone's like well there's a third party candidate so that's he's the spoiler it's like okay the third party candidate's a fucking libertarian 
right? right? So, so who do you think he's pulling right. votes from, honestly? Um, right. But also, it's you know, it's like people are people are like, how the fuck could Herschel Walker, who can't even form a sentence, let alone two, be, you, you, you be doing this well? With hammers instead of fucking tackles his entire life. Like he's so it's, it's it, literally it, it's I, exceedingly I was, dumb. Exceedingly I was, dumb. I was trying to explain this to my mother last night. I, I, she's like, but isn't isn't the Democrat who's running? Isn't he like a like a preacher, like a pastor? And I'm like, yeah, but mom, it's Georgia. The only thing they care about more than Jesus is football. <laughs> right. Which which honestly was probably a great decision by by the the Georgia Republicans to run him because clearly nobody gives a fuck that he is you know, I wouldn't trust him in a fucking un, in a room with an unlocked door to get himself out and not fucking suffocate of asphyxiation. Like he's so dumb. It, it's unbelievable. Like and not even just like a oh Republicans are d-, like listen to anything this guy fucking says. No. He's just he would he would be he would be in a room with an unlocked door, just slamming his body into it like a linebacker, <laughs> you know, for for hour after hour, and he'd be exhausted. And finally, someone would be like, "Hey, the door says pull." He he seriously makes like Dan Quayle seem like he'd be like a great candidate for Mensa, you know, <laughs> like admission. Like it's yeah. just it's unreal how fucking dumb he is. But yeah, so he he he's beating him by like one percent basically in the runoff, and I guess they're gonna have to have a runoff. And it'll actually be interesting because, like you were saying, that there was a libertarian in the race who was pulling some votes away from from um, Walker. So well, it'll be interesting. You know, to there, see. there were a lot of critical. Everyone says, "Oh, you know, this is an off season." Um, you know, uh, uh, the midterm election, but there was some really, really, really important races going on uh, in this. And I'm not even just saying like you know the Democrat races or whatever, but. Um, I, I will say I am impressed by the fact that, uh, you know, usually the first election after a new president, whoever controls the House is going to, which is usually the president who, you know, president's party who has the White House controls the House. They lose 40 to 60 seats. It's just inevitable. Yep. And that didn't happen. So even though, even though like the Dems are probably still going to have a slim minority on MSNBC, they're they're like this is a fucking slam dunk. This is this is the best thing the Dems ever done. This is a, 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 a you know Biden has a mandate to run again for re-election, you know. And it's just and of course I knew they would do that because what else would they do with it? Right. Um. No talk of like you know what other things might have motivated people to uh, Pokemon go to the polls this time around. Um. You know, just com- no no talk of policy. Uh. You know, the only thing they would acknowledge was that well, people didn't really care about the economy because. You know, reproductive freedom was the most important thing. And it was. If you poll, look at the polls, it was the most important thing. Um, but it wasn't just they thought like, oh, you know, Democrats are good and they're going to codify Roe. So we're going to go do this that, because we had five states that had uh, statewide ballot measures specifically about codifying Roe. Um, right. All of them had ballot measures where if you voted yes, the state constitution would be amended to essentially codify Roe, except for Kentucky. Where theirs, their bill was to outright ban abortion entirely. Right. So if you voted f- uh, yes, you were evil, and if you voted no, you were fucking sane. So it 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 was voted down. So essentially, we had five abortion bills that all quote unquote won right right. in the terms of what we wanted. One of them was in Michigan too. A uh, huge voter turnout, biggest voter turnout Michigan has ever had, ever. <laughs> and it was for a midterm election, or maybe it was just the biggest ever had for a midterm election. I'm not sure, right, but. That might be. Um, our, our Gretchen Whitmer, our governor, uh, Jocelyn Benson, our secretary of state and Dana Nessel, our very progressive, um, AG all won reelection. And keep in mind, this is, you know, the, the state where, uh, you know, our governor was, you know, doing all the things you needed to do to, to try to stop the pandemic, despite 
mass civil unrest. The, you know, remember the pictures of the people with their cars that were like blocking uh, amb- ambulances from getting to hospitals because yep. they were protesting COVID. Yep. Yeah, that was that was Michigan. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the fact that she got reelected, let, let alone reelected by fourteen uh, percent, I was I was pretty amazed by that. And you know, not a big fan of Dems, obviously, but Whitmer's been pretty good as a state senator. She was instrumental in getting uh, an expansion of Obamacare into Michigan at the state level that would essentially be complete single payer. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I supported her, uh, her opponent in the primary, uh, Abdullah Saeed, but, uh, still like, okay, they, they've been actually fighting for stuff. They've been trying to get this line five, uh, uh, like heavy crude pipeline from Canada to, that goes underneath, uh, Lake Michigan, Lake Superior, trying to get that thing banned by any means necessary. Um, but they actually, they, the other exciting thing, I mean, you know, good, good for the state, hopefully is that they've, they just flipped the state legislature from Republican control house and the Senate to democratic party control for the first time in 40 years. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) And the very first thing that I read that they're going to do with that new power, they're not going to squander it on day one. They are going to introduce a bill to repeal right to work in the state of Michigan. Okay. There you go. So, you know, we'll see how it, how long it lasts, but that's good. That's, you know, that's good. It is good, but it makes you wonder, like, why the rest of the Democratic Party doesn't have an agenda of winning and then doing something with that victory the way well, that Michigan again, apparently they, does. No, none of the National Democrats, they're, 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 the reason that they're able to attain the seats that they do is because they don't have any sort of am- aspirations or ambitions to actually do those things. Like, they wouldn't uh, win if they did. They, they don't make it out of, you know, the, the, the fucking local you know, elections, because that's not something that anyone who, you know, it, effectively capital has, has funneled enough money into national elections that it's completely inconceivable that a candidate who actually ever wants to do the things that they say they're going to do uh, would win an election or would even gain enough national prominence to win an election. That's really yeah. the system they fucking set up on purpose. Um so I was watching Lawrence but, O'Donnell last yeah. night, and and just because I hate MSNBC and I hate myself enough to watch it because I'm stuck here and there was an election, I wanted to, you know, uh, drop this in here. But they had another state senator, her name's uh, Mallory McMorrow, on there, and they asked her, you know, how is how have these Michigan Democrats been so successful despite getting basically no support from the federal party, you right. know? And and he asked her that, and I thought she would totally like sidestep the question and try to downplay it. Because she's, you know, she's on TV. She's not going to throw her own party under the bus when they're winning and make them look bad. And she's like, no, I totally agree with that. Like, the, the if the party wants to win on the national level, they need to start supporting the people that are actually doing the work at the state level. And I was like, fuck, <laughs> spilling the fucking tea. So, yeah, I just to her credit, I was impressed with that. Right, that, so she'll never know. get she'll never get money from the national party again. I'm sure for that, <laughs> exactly that slip of the exactly. tongue, but but no, appreciate the the honesty. Well, I, um, I think we can't ignore them anymore because this was. I mean, they they flipped the state house and senate from Republican to Democratic party control. They held on to the top three statewide races in reelection, despite you know just a massive amount of opposition. The 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 woman that was running the uh, what was her the fucking right wing crazy chicken uh, Tudor Dixon. Yeah, just uh, like what, like the grossest fucking name. Like your name yeah. is Tudor Dixon. Like, <laughs> why not just Tumor Nixon? You know, right. I don't know. So yeah, I just I think it's I think it's interesting because you know the, the the thing that we usually 
complain and whinge the most about the Democratic Party that, you know, they can win when they want to, but when they do win, they do nothing with it. Uh, seems to be, you know, untenable at this point, you know, and I don't know, sure. just, just, just to see so many of these bills pass, um, you know, and obviously, you know, you can't say that, you know, a, a, a pro-abortion, a pro-reproductive uh, liberty ballot measure is the result of the Democratic Party. It's obviously much more grassroots than that. Sure. Um, you know, clearly they're going to support it if it does win, if they do, even if they don't support it in the process. But uh, yeah, I think they got the in Michigan, they got the necessary signatures to get it on the ballot, which is something like 500,000 signatures here. Right. They, they got those signatures <laughs> in less than 72 hours. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Well, so a couple other just ra- uh, races we should briefly update people on. Um, just speaking of the, the, the National Party throwing money at fucking giant dumpster fires. Um, Beto O'Rourke again fucking running <laughs> and getting crushed in Texas, even worse than he did last time. Uh, he ran against Greg Abbott again, the governor uh, of, of Texas. Uh, lost by uh, eleven points, so you know, just yeah. another another fucking forty million dollars set on fire. I'm sure, you know. In a, why in a why didn't he just move to another state where people don't loathe him as much? I, I think it's all he's got at this point. Like, where, where is he gonna go? Like, where, he, he couldn't go to any of the states around him. Like, maybe, maybe up to Colorado. Like, he could shoot up to cop. But again, he's like, he thinks that, he really, I think, is is has bought into his own hype. I mean, that fucking Vanity Fair piece completely you know destroyed his fucking credibility but i think it really was a good insight into his actual personality yeah. and the fact that he thinks that he <laughs> that really is dog oh man <laughs> I, I, has anyone checked on that dog can we get a fucking follow-up on that dog that um, the dog that tried to warn him but he would not listen <laughs> tried to warn us too no i mean the dog was clearly guy. signaling to us and him but like you know the, the dog was behind Beto, so he couldn't see his sad puppy dog eyes. Just right. like, oh. And speaking of people that believe their own fucking, you know, publicity, uh, Stacey Abrams also fucking lost by eight points in, in the governor's race in Georgia. To Brian I love Trump. every time she loses. That's fucking karma for turning her back on Medicare for all. It's just so fucking funny. The, the, the party just continues to act like these people are, are fucking like the rock stars and the future of the party. And they haven't fucking won anything. They haven't fucking won a state. Like, these people have only ever won, like, state senate races or, like, you know, small fucking district congress races. Like, this is, it's it's just fucking comical at this point. Right. That- and they've lost with the full support of the National Party. You multiple know, times, right. Multiple times. This isn't like um, uh, Nina Turner where she's, you know, lost by a, a slight fraction of an inch when she had the entire party working against her. Right, with no support whatsoever. Yeah, it's I, I, I don't even I'm just I was on Stacey Abrams Wikipedia page just now because I literally do not remember how many times she's run for and lost a fucking federal office. So she ran in 2018. Uh, She ran in OK, 2022. Yeah, it just seems like she's always fucking running and losing, running for and losing like major, you know, prominent seats. And it's still like, oh, she's the future of the party. Fucking to who? Because people don't fucking vote for her, so like, where, where, what do, what do you, and again, it's, these people are all going to run for fucking president when when Biden's brain fucking finally, you know, sharts out on him in in either in twenty twenty four or if he, you know, fucking manages to wheeze through that election in twenty twenty eight. These people are all going to get in the clown car again. Fucking Beto, Booty Judge, fucking Kamala, and and uh, 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 
Stacey Abrams, and they haven't fucking won anything. They can't fucking win an election that isn't completely rigged by their state party in their fucking favor. And even in that case, they can't win half the time. It, it's just it's just fucking comical to, to see. It, it's like the, the just complete haplessness and intentional fucking ineptitude of the Democratic Party on a national level. And the fact that there's no fucking hope for it to ever you know, move past that with as much, you know, capital is is tied up in that, in that apparatus. Well, I don't know. I mean, it seems like, it seems like the whole thing with Roe was sort of their, you know, like we're, we're going to let it fail eventually. Cause we know that yes, we can finally swoop in and do something about it if we have to. But we're going to make a ton of fucking money that day. Like, we're going to rake in as much, you know, it's going to be like, it's going to be the Hail Mary for the party, right? And it feels like, based on the results of it, it kind of was. But I don't think that most many of the, the pundits and the pollsters who are constantly shilling for the Democratic Party thought there was a chance in hell it would work, right? Well, I think I think they just got lucky that enough people you know what, it were really so pissed off. Of course, it worked for their purposes. But that's all. But it, it, they only got lucky still... that it, they pulled it off, is what I'm saying. No, I agree. But it, but all it did was work for their fucking disgusting, fucking gross purposes of getting their fucking, you know, their sycophants elected. There are still women in fucking states right now who can't get fucking abortions and are bleeding out because of ectopic pregnancies because they live in states with fundamentalist Christian nutjob governors and senates and you know state house, state assemblies like what they have no fucking recourse the democratic party doesn't give a fuck that they've you know effectively murdered people through their ineptitude and inaction intentional inaction on these things because they want to use them as fucking wedge issues they don't give a fuck like mm. it's just yes and no i mean i think that they finally realized that you know the the real the real danger of trump was that you know, all the all the crazy people that really believed Trump and took the things he said at face value that thought that, well, I just have to be crazier than that. Right. But they didn't have any of the money or the charm. They just had the crazy. No, he's got a charisma. Like, that's that's the thing that none of these people. That's the thing Ron DeSantis never will will understand. Like, that's he yeah. tries as hard as he can to be Trump. but He's just a fucking blithering buffoon and you look at him and you like laugh and and not in a good way like and i look at this fucking yeah doughboy like it's well, not even, even fucking mitch mcconnell had to admit that like a lot of a lot of people that were running in his party were just simply not just unelectable but incompetent that they just right. couldn't they didn't know how to run a campaign and they were just fucking crazy right and yeah. you, you know you can't just like make up a bunch of shit all the time unless you can keep track of all the things you made up that weren't true uh and, and you don't really care Right. You can't be like a fundamentalist liar. You could be an atheist that pretends to be a Christian and make up all that shit because that's not hard. Right. Right. You can be a rich guy and pretend to care about poor people. That's not hard. But you can't really be like a crazy person that pretends to care about the poor who doesn't really who does. You know, like he just like Trump was playing this a long time, I guess is what I'm trying to say. And someone like, uh, you know, Bobert or Herschel Walker, like they just kind of like they blundered into it. And they also, Robert lost. Yeah, so that was that was fun. Yeah, <laughs> last yeah. night. Yeah, yeah. again, you, they, people like that can't hold it together because they're actually they actually believe this crazy shit. People like Bobert and Mar Marjorie Taylor Greene and right. these people. So they they don't have long shelf lives. Like, and have, when you and when you really believe the the this bullshit, when you're getting high in your own crazy supply, you don't know when to dial it down. You don't know how no, to read the room when. and know when to to you know jack it up and when to you know tone it down. 
for the audience, right? So you just you just end up looking crazy 100% of the time. <laughs> right. Well, because it's genuinely who you are. And I'm sure you know people and I've met plenty of people in, in life and in work and in, you know, in, in the different industries I've worked in who are just fucking nuts. Like really like believe that like they need to fucking like shoot like trans people because they're like trying to indoctrinate their children. Like, like people are fucking nuts in this country. Like there are a lot of crazy unwell people in this country who don't get the fucking help that they need. Instead, they get horrible negative reinforcement from media and social media and all these things that we talk about um, to the point where it's, it's, it's sort of self fulfilling and they think that they're right and they think they're justified um and right. so by negative reinforcement you actually mean positive well positive run of, for of congress. <laughs> positive reinforcement of negative emotions is maybe how i should frame right. but like exactly. yes horrible positive reinforcement um and um and and but and but again and these people yes it's very obvious who the real fucking nut jobs are and to separate those from the fucking you know, I, I don't for a second believe that Lindsey Graham cares about half the shit that he says. I know for a fact that Marjorie Taylor Greene is fucking insane and would actually, you know, do everything that she says she would do, uh, you know, up to and including bringing a gun on the fucking Senate floor and like, you know, shooting somebody if she just like she, it's just, you know, the, the people can't hide that shit. So it, it's it's they can't switch off. So it's it's very much they have short shelf lives, but it, it's always a spectacular fucking Hindenburg esque uh disaster to watch unfold speaking of which i had another clip i wanted you to queue up here um and, and even though i i want to say you know i'm happy that the three incumb- incumbent uh women in um in michigan held on to their seats because you know look at who was running against them and i would argue uh um this is, this is probably the only time there was an election where i was like yeah this one kind of matters a little bit more than the other ones because you know there's actually something unprecedented at stake right now. Uh, you know, they always say like, Oh, this election is the only one that this is the, you know, the first, you know, it's the, it's usually never been the a- least consequential election you could possibly oh, imagine. Exactly. It, but, but really Trump for the first Biden, time in like- 50 years, we had something, you know, extremely at stake that has not been at stake, seriously been at stake our entire lives. So, you know, this time around I voted, I voted for Democrats at the top of the ticket and bottom of the ticket. I was just like, anywhere I could find Green Party, I still would fucking fill in Green Party. Right. Um, but in, in some of the, just some of the, like, the grassroots social media for the Democrats in Michigan, too, it was just so cringe. Yeah. So cringe. I'm glad that they won, but like, roll, roll this clip um, from, uh, oh God, this clip from, OG of the HRC. Oh, good lord. Let's talk about my homegirl Big Gretch here. Yeah. Let's talk about my homegirl Big Gretch here. Yeah, I said it. She's my homegirl. Like HRC, NDP, and Big Gretch here. Homegirls for life. They have earned those titles based on their dedication to a plethora of causes I believe in, along with leadership runneth over. Big Gretch here has signed over 900 bills into law with a Republican-controlled state legislator. That's called bipartisan. She has brought thousands of jobs back to Michigan to the auto industry. She has invested more in schools than any modern-day Michigan governor. And don't even get me started with how this woman has reacted since the leak of Roe v. Wade, fighting tirelessly for a woman's right to choose, with no shame. And she's also dope AF. Detroit's own GMAC Cash dropped this last night called Gretch Did, a rap dedicated to Big Gretch herself and all she's done for the state of Michigan. Homegirl deserves a second term. Bring it home, Michigan. Homegirl's got your back. 
I, I'm sure people after seeing that were like, is there any way I could take my vote back? Like, is that, do you guys have like a refund Seriously. policy on your votes? Like, I, I've oh, never, I don't think I've ever fucking... seen a white girl trying less hard to sound black, but still trying to sound black. <laughs> right. Just, I don't know what that fucking accent was. That was, that was yeah. Brutal. That was brutal. And, and and she also says the state legislator when she means to stay, uh, say uh, state legislature, right? Right. So uh, to, to her, to you her have the ability to credit. edit that out if she wanted to. <laughs> well, it was clearly edited to death because you could hear it was like snippets. It wasn't like one. I, you could hear her dog barking. Like I was going to say, other is there, was there a dog like horribly panting in the background to that clip? It was so weird. Like not even in the background, but like directly like, into the like, microphone, like right behind the camera. Like <laughs> yeah. So that was yeah. Awful, so. Awful. Um, TikTok of Emmett County, Michigan. <laughs> this is why I'm not on fucking TikTok. I, I can't deal with shit like that. Like that, and and that's and I I know this is like the the boomer in me of like the boomer millennial in me, but that's what I imagine. Ninety percent of like Gen Z Twitter uh, uh, TikTok is is just like horribly chopped up clips like that that like would make me want no, to fucking punch There's some a hole good ones. There's there's like five good ones, and then like everyone just sure, trying to copy I'm sure, that. You know, right? But I'm it, sure there's funny shit, but. You know, it's like, hey, what if, you know, uh, 50,000 people all did the exact same thing, lip syncing to the same song, but they did like the exact same pose for every single thing. And like, just, you know, like, look at some of the compilations people have made of like all the ways that every TikTok person is exactly the fucking boring same person. (laughs) Right. And it is it is rather nauseating. But Yeah. yeah, I don't care. It's just a platform. It just it happens to be the platform that everyone's using at the moment. And some people know how to do it, and some people don't. Right, and and like anything, you know, anything super funny will find its way to Twitter eventually, <laughs> just like happened with you know with Facebook, and you know people were posting shit from Twitter to Facebook because Facebook fucking sucks, and now Twitter is going to start to suck. So people will start to post funny shit from TikTok onto Twitter, and then you know the cycle will. Oh yeah, every vi- will, every will, will fix itself or whatever. Exactly. It's I mean ninety percent of Facebook is screenshots from Twitter, right? So right. Like, nobody uses. Fa- I mean, except for fucking you know your, your everyone's grandmother uses fucking tw- uh, Facebook at this point. That's and I, I unfortunately think that's what we're heading for with. Well, you know that that's not what we're heading for with with Twitter. It's just going to be a bunch of fucking crypto bros, you know giving money to their fucking their their god elon and and just you know man you know yeah he he, he, he squandered my 35 billion you know 35 million dollar investment but uh i know it's going to come back to me so you know i trust him implicitly <laughs> just that's that's all twitter is going to be you know i don't even know now. i mean i thought like crypto imploded two years ago you know or it, it or just keeps imploding there's just no with, with the nfts like again, that imploded and it's still about, like People still talk about it. Like, you know, that went bust years ago, right? Elon, and this is why it's so funny that he fell for himself. Everything that Elon does is operated on the sunken cost fallacy. Like, the whole idea of of Teslas is like, they're complete pieces of shit, but you paid $60,000 for it. So you're just going to keep it and pretend that it's fucking awesome, even though it, like, you know, catches on fire for no reason. You'd be like, yeah, well, you know, I love my car. You know, I wish it didn't catch on fire. Uh, when I idle at a stoplight, but you know, it, it still beats the hell out of a, out of a gas guzzler. Am I right guys? Like, you know, like just the shit you see on Twitter. That's completely unironic. That's, that's just every one of his fucking stands are complete fucking sunken cost fallacy 
uh, you know, you know, I hear I hear it called that, but I, what, what did we call it back in the Iraq War when it was like, well, we we've lost so many lives, it would be a disservice to their memory if we quit now. Yeah, I I I I thought, I thought it was the same phrase they used, but is there a different phrase? I I, th- I mean, there was a different phrase for it at the time. I don't remember. Same concept now, though, right? Just this idea yeah. of like, oh well, well, we fucked it up too bad. We can't stop now. Like, no, you could absolutely stop fucking it up further right now and stop losing money right now, but. You know, you're not gonna because you think some it's it's this is exactly this is gambling 101. This is how casinos make money because you go in there and you fucking say, I'm going to spend a hundred dollars. I'm not going to spend more than a hundred dollars. And but you love gambling. You love that fucking rush you get when you hit. Right. So you'll hit one time and you'll win 500 bucks. But then you'll go back 10 more times and drop another hundred to one hundred and fifty dollars each time. And it's just this idea of, well, fuck, you know, I've already spent a hundred. I might as well drop another 50. I'll make my money back. I'll win that hundred back. And you don't, you don't fucking win it back. Cause the odds yeah. are st- 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 that, it's that whole idea. But there was a, a, um, a mobile gamer YouTube guy who had this clip that he was showing with a, uh, patent attorney lawyer talking about the, uh, the game, like mobile gaming industry freemium. Yeah. That's, that's has, like their whole business model. Well, they, but like the, the patents they'd filed, for uh like variable um rpg or not what is it are in variable rng based on how much money you spend right so if you're a free player and spend no money that rng will be totally random but the more you start to spend money the lower your return rate so you're gonna be like ah oh, fuck man i i i'll just spend a few more dollars and i'll bet i'll get it then and then they lower they lower your odds a little bit more and a little bit more. So the more money you spend, the lower your odds go because they know they have a model for exactly how much more money you're likely to spend if they start gradually lowering your your odds of return. Right? And this is right. totally legal. The patents for this are already filed. They oh, exist. there's no the regulation. Only, the only the only question yeah. is like which games are actually using them and how much. Right, and that that part them? you can't know. No. You know that 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 part's proprietary, but yeah, no, that's their model, and and those freemium games operate on the idea that there's some small subsection of of users who are your power users who will spend hundreds or thousands of dollars on these little fucking apps, these stupid apps that like you know give them that dopamine rush when they when they catch the Pokemon or they they you know fucking whatever they do in the app, and they, that's why those apps are built, and that's they're free, you know, they're free, quote unquote, but they have those add-ons and there is like that segment and i'm sure it's the same thing in people's brains that you know the people who get addicted to gambling it's that same fucking that same sensory you know trigger it's that but it's also there's people that play mobile games like star wars and marvel strike force who are legitimate millionaires so like a a 99 dollar offer for a bunch of fucking power cores whatever the fuck that's just not much money to them Right. You know, it, and so it's just like, hey, I, you know, like I'm sitting here like, you know, I'm fuck broke ass working class. I'm like, yeah, fucking Iron Man, whatever. You know, I'm not spending money on it. I mean, because right. I know that like it's it, you're not going to you'll you'll get your thing, uh, you know, maybe a couple months after somebody else who spent money on it, but you'll still get it. It's just how do you control the impulse to want to have like the, you know, the the latest new kid. Ca- I mean, there's 250 fucking characters like, you know, it's, it's, I don't, it's, I don't it's need hard. all of them right away. <laughs> No, and it's I understand the the fucking the FOMO is is definitely a real thing. Like, you know, these people who spend eight, nine hundred dollars to get a PS5 because nobody can fucking find a PS5. They're like, fuck, I'll just buy it, you know, secondhand. And it's like, did, did you really need it or could you wait it a year when it's gonna be in every fucking store right. for, for Black Friday right. and it'll be four hundred dollars? Like I mean, 
I almost I, I, I recognize that more because at least if you buy those games, you don't have to keep buying those games every week. No, and, 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 and again, I've, I've been tempted to buy it. I don't have the money to buy it, but I've certainly been tempted because I'm like, fuck, you know, Gotham Knights came out. I really want to play that. Or fuck, you know, Spider-Man 2 is coming out the next PS5 year. Five like, down to like 500, 600 bucks now, though, right? Well, if you yeah, if you can get it, you know, regularly. But w- what the other thing I see is not necessarily eBay or secondhand markets, but a lot of companies will only sell it in bundles now. Like QVC sells it, but they sell it for nine hundred dollars because it's the the console and two controllers and a headset and three fucking games that you're never going to play. Like that's the only way they'll sell it now because they're like, oh well, we have a bunch but we're going to make you buy all this other shit to get it. Like, you know, it's, it's real fucking scummy, but it's, you, it's, you want to, you want to get that uh, true coat rust sealant. Literally every, right. Every, every fucking thing that we do now in capitalism is just another version of fucking jingle all the way. Like that Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. It's just like just constant fucking Ponzi schemes to get you to spend absurd amounts of money on shit that nobody needs, nice. you know, fuck. Um, all yeah. right. Well, uh, speaking of shit nobody needs, like uh, uh, protecting the right to uh, reproductive health care, I have a very short clip, last clip that we had, uh, of everyone's favorite used car salesman, Barack Obama. (laughs) Right. And it's a very short clip. It is just um, Barack Obama talking about, oh shit, where is it now? Oh yeah, Barack Obama talking about the, I forget the name of it. He says the name of it in the thing. So the first clip is Barack Obama on the campaign trail in 2007. And then Barack Obama as president of the United States in 2009. Yep. Well, the first thing I'd do as president is, is sign the Freedom of Choice Act. Uh, that's the first thing that I do. Now, the Freedom of Choice Act is not my highest legislative priority. Oh, weird. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. Fucking unreal. He's I mean, a, if you. He's if, such a prick. Like, what a prick that guy was. It's unreal. And if if the thing is like you know like I, I caught the Daily Show with Trevor Noah the other night and it was you know the unfunniest thing I've ever seen before. Right. But like they never show shit like that on there anymore. They never show clips where like you just blatantly show the hypocritic lies of fucking everyone's favorite Democrat anymore. No, they don't. They don't do anything like that because it would be too easy, and then people would be like, "Oh, what the fuck? What the fuck?" Right. <laughs> Why are we voting for any of these people anymore? No, and that and that's the issue is that any any sort of mainstream you know comedian, left leaning comedian, and and Trevor Noah's always been a fucking scab piece of shit. But like even the John Stewarts of the world, who just really have like mostly shitty opinions whenever they pop up lately, are just you know they've been so shamed by the idea that they've hurt you know the Democrats' chances of reelection by ever doing that sort of media coverage that none of them do it anymore. Like Colbert used to do that to an extent when he had his comedy central show uh stewart did that they all used to do it and now they're all petrified to do it because all their fucking buddies who they go to parties with in the hamptons give them a real stern talking to and like you got you're really hurting our chances to you know by telling the truth why you would what, what are you trying to do do you want to get these maniacs elected and they're comfortable enough that that argument works on them because they have millions of dollars and nice fucking houses and you know, Bugattis and all these sorts of fucking things. And they're like, oh yeah, you know, I guess, I guess you're right. I guess I shouldn't, I should do a net positive. I shouldn't, I shouldn't harm. I shouldn't, you know, tell the truth so that, you know, maybe we can get better fucking legislators in the democratic party. They just take these, you know, take it at face value. And you're like, well, you know, this is what we got. So fuck it. Uh, and yeah, it's just, it's just really unfortunate, but, um, yeah, yeah. Obama's a piece of shit. And, um, you know, I, I even went, went. I went back and watched uh, some of Michelle Wolf's series on Netflix. Oh yeah, that was great. Short lived. 
Yeah, I went back and watched it, and it wasn't even as funny as I remembered it. Really? I was disappointed. Yeah, I mean, I, it, they still, you know, went after some Democrats, but it was it was just not. Her stand up, I think, was a little bit better. I, she had a stand up special around that time that we that we kind of enjoyed. That would that was, I think, a little bit better in that sense. But yeah, she's got a couple of those on the old Netflix. But um, God, it's just it's so fucking it's so fucking hard to find good comedy on Netflix. It's like. You know, I think I mentioned this a couple of weeks ago, but I, you know, you, you, I watched some old Bill Hicks stuff, which is always great. Um, and immediately it's like, oh, <laughs> comrade likes comedy. <laughs> so immediately starts like sending me like the worst comedy <laughs> right. fucking specials. Um, you know, what's what's that fucking Colin Colin Quinn? Oh, guy? God, yeah. <laughs> right. Well, you oh. like Bill Hicks. So clearly you like this fucking maggot tr- fucking chud, you know, dickhead uh, from from Queens. Like, this is the guy you want to listen to. <laughs> Oh God! Just fucking awful. worst. Just the opposite of comedy. Just like no idea what he is. He's probably Irish. No idea. He just has the general New York ethnic accent where he just fucking can't pronounce words and you know says slightly racist things. That's that's the general New York fucking accent. Um, but yeah, no, awful. Just awful garbage. Um, but you know, on the plus side, at least Elon is fucking getting what he deserves, and that's the the small comfort I take away from all of this is that he's 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 watching this fucking giant pile of money that he set on fire, and he's got a little fucking dixie cups worth of water and he's trying to put it out but he's just making it fucking worse it's so funny it's so fucking funny i will say that the funniest bit of comedy i saw all week um was a uh, a tweet from uh fox 13 memphis blue check i'm assuming it's a real account um this happened sort of i guess well you know who knows it's fox um but you know all like the like the generic uh, election graphics they use where it's like you know, some stars floating in the background and some like stripey things and like a wavy pattern that might be a flag. And then it's, you know, bold font with like a little two more stars next to it. You decide. And then, you know, <laughs> so like, you know, every graphic they have on their TV, they probably have like a, you know, like a, a version they, that looks just like that, that they put on Twitter because they time all this stuff. You know, when they announce right. things on one platform, they announce it at the same time at another, you know, for people that know how to te- use technology, and people who like most of the viewers don't know how to use the technology, but it's they, you know, have a unified graphic department. Right. Uh, so it just says you decide. And like below that, they have, you know, whatever the thing was that voters decided on Fox 13 news. You decide slavery banned. Oh, yeah. I saw that. <laughs> That's my favorite. And people were memeing that because there's this great uh, NFL meme from a couple of years ago where they would would do things like that that were completely inappropriate, but they just had blank graphics of people like pointing at cameras, and it was like one the Jets quarterback, their their like young rookie quarterback was out with mono for a few weeks, and it was like Sam Darnold out mononucleosis, and it's him like pointing at the camera. It's just such a fucking <laughs> so, so people put that picture with slavery banned underneath. <laughs> Uh, it was fucking great. Um, and you yeah. couldn't you couldn't have phrased it any other way than just <laughs> slavery banned. <laughs> so fucking funny. Um, I'm sure there's more nuance to it. Like, oh, the you know uh, the court ordered indentured servitude based right. on the statute of 1832 has right. been overturned. Right. Like, nope, just slavery banned. Like, all right. People were posting screenshots from like some Egyptian like civs <laughs> game where that was like also a banner. Would be like, slavery was banned. <laughs> um fucking crazy all right well banning slavery now i guess we used to be a country right (laughs) fucking slippery slope all right well (laughs) i think that does it for us excuse me for uh tonight but um if you uh like our show rate review and subscribe wherever you get your podcast follow us 
um, on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash move left. Uh, check out the movie Nope, by the way, if you haven't watched it yet. We do plan on reviewing that soon. I, th- I believe it's coming out a week from today on uh, Peacock. And not that we would advocate you ever giving money to a company, but just fucking make a fake Gmail account and sign up for a free trial and watch that shit and then cancel it. That's, you know, that's the workaround. Uh, but watch that shit when it comes out. Fucking incredible movie. Uh, we'll probably be reviewing it the week after it comes out. Um, uh, Jordan Peele's, you know, latest sort of horror sci-fi thriller. Magnum Opus. Yeah, he got it. He got Best the movie. Third, third times the charm on that one. Yeah, yeah, and I've and I've really enjoyed both of his other films. So I, it, to, for me to say that is is definitely is a lot. But uh, yeah, great shit. Uh, and yeah, check that out. And we will uh, be back now. Oh, I'm on Twitter at move underscore left. Uh, yeah, and I'm on Twitter at bike slutty. Yeah, see you next time. Guess I got what I deserve.